You're listening to Intentional Optimists, the podcast for unconventional leaders, where you'll find inspiration, learn to discover and develop your own strengths, and hear from inspiring women just like you who are making a difference in their community. Who knows, you just might find yourself stepping up as the next unconventional leader right where you are. I'm your host, Andrea Johnson, the original Intentional Optimist. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 63. Y'all, it's December. Can you believe that? I mean, we have almost made it through 2021. Now, this last month of the year, we're bringing you four episodes to encourage you as you walk into 2022. I'm kicking it off today, looking at what it means to be life-focused from the intentional optimism tenet of energetic. The next week, I have a fabulous guest who's going to tease out one aspect of that, which is physical health and wellness. We're then going to shift over and look at spiritual and mental wellness with a conversation about joy and how it's not just for the holidays, and then an interview with a guest who will encourage you to fill up on what you need in order to be able to share. All in all, these last four episodes should set you up to enter 2022 with some amazing insights and understanding for how to set your goals and take care of yourself through the process. All right, let's get started. Now, intentional optimism is both a personal growth philosophy and plan. And if you're new to us, you may not know this, but it's a set of attitudes and mindsets through which we accomplish our goals and mission. Each of us has a different calling, a different path. So what we do is unique. The tenets of intentional optimism, though, is how we do what we do. And it's been a while since I've shared my sailboat analogy, but my mission is to provide a space or a community, a harbor, if you will, where others come for accountability, help in the heavy lifting, structure, rhythms of community, kind of like when the waves keep kind of lapping or crashing on the shore, depending on the day, and then overall community, life in the harbor and on the seas. Now into that community, You each bring your mission, and you pick out your boat in which to launch. And this is how your boat works. The hull is optimistic. This is your vehicle that gets you from island A to island B. It includes hope and a future. Your centerboard of your boat is present. This keeps you upright, focused, centered, and includes things like having a sense of wonder, being generous and kind and open. Your sail is energetic. This captures and harnesses the wind, propelling you forward. It includes having a sense of industry, being life-focused, and a sense of excitement or joy. That's what we're looking at the next couple of weeks. And then your rigging, the ropes that hold everything together in proper tension, is courageous. This is where you find your resilience. These are, this is where you show your leadership and your adventurous nature and how you bounce back with undaunted resilience. Your rudder is wisdom or wise. It keeps you on track heading in the right direction, understanding, words, and respect. And setting everything up to properly capture that wind is intentional. This is where you show your plan and your purpose and being smart with your finances. But all of these things work together to make your mission seaworthy. And this is how we work together in community. Now today, specifically, we're going to talk about your sale, which is energetic. And there are three sequential principles of how you approach your life and work that make up this particular tenet. The first is an attitude of industry. This is being productive in new and different ways. 
getting your creative juices flowing, or paying attention to your finances and how you spend or invest and save your money. Future planning, y'all. Examining or understanding your skills and knowing what you need to change and grow in order to excel. This is a personal growth plan. If you want to see how I go into this one in depth, you can listen to episode 25, The Importance of Action. I really go into it in that one. The second is the commitment to being life-focused. That's what we're going to look at today. But people in general are more important than ideas. We're healthy in our body, mind, soul, and spirit, and we promote positive movement there. And we're also uplifting and encouraging to others. So that's a brief overview. I don't want to go into it in too much detail because I'm about to, to launch into that one in just a second. The third is tapping into excitement or joy. When you see what you can do, your joy starts to bubble up from inside. It's yours. This is where you get to turn outward and then share with your family, your team, your friends. The better you get at tapping into it, you'll realize you can actually generate the joy and fuel the excitement yourself. Once you understand that, you have the power to generate joy and excitement and energy kind of on demand whenever you need it. I know that sounds like a tall order, but this fuels your ability to then produce. Now, I'm going to go into this one in my next solo episode, number 65, in about two weeks, talking about how joy is more than seasonal. So today, we're going to come back and look specifically at what the commitment to being life-focused actually means. Now, the concept of life focus stems from my belief that all humans are created specifically and purposefully by an interested and loving creator. Now, that means that every aspect of our lives is important and worthy of developing, protecting, and nurturing comprehensively, meaning body, mind, soul, and spirit, every single human. And I believe it shows up in three distinct areas. First, in other people. I believe people are more important than ideas or things every single time. And I have rather famously made this statement in heated conversations that weren't always the best example of grace and humility. But, you know, I'm a little bit of a hothead every once in a while. Through that, though, I am learning that even those with whom I disagree are more important than my ideas or beliefs. Meaning, Respecting the human dignity of anyone I am in contact with is the container within which all my interactions must take place. This is one way in which living with intentional optimism plays out. You know, in our current culture, disrespecting those we disagree with is kind of the standard. The labeling and name-calling are quote-unquote helpful to the dialogue. I hope you picked up on my facetiousness there. (laughs) I don't think it is. If, however, we're going to be life-focused, this cannot be true. We cannot at the same time disrespect one another in order to lift up anybody else. We can't place ideas or beliefs above the care and sanctity of any human life. Yep, this is hard. Really hard, y'all. But it's foundational to living in humble gratitude for what you've been given, what you've earned, and what you can achieve. Placing priority on people over ideas or things allows you to work in community with others for the flourishing of everyone. And when we set others up to succeed, we all benefit. This really shows up in the tenet of wisdom, where we see that respect, both 
given or demonstrated, while understanding healthy boundaries is then earned, is having due regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. None of these tenets stands alone, just like in that sailboat. You can't have a sail without a centerboard or without a rudder. You won't go anywhere. But being life-focused isn't just about the beauty and uniqueness of all people. It's about you. So the second area of life focus shows up in our health and wellness, meaning I am healthy in body, mind, soul, and spirit. Looking forward, always, I promote positive movement in the areas of physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual health. This one, my friends, is action-oriented. I think it's also the one that we are most familiar with. The health and wellness industry is gigantic by any standard, and you can't do any search in the internet or on Apple Podcasts without finding hundreds of options for programs, classes, coaches, podcasts, webinars, supplements, books, you name it. It's all out there. And I also want to be clear that there are certain brands, programs, books, or coaches that I personally support and collaborate with, mostly because they line up with where I've landed in certain areas of wellness, and you may choose to join with me in those or not. The only reason I share them is because they've helped me. However, the principles behind using any programs, books, or products all remain the same. When you're life-focused, you must be aware that starting with yourself— That means all four major quadrants of life must be addressed, body, mind, soul, and spirit. So let's look at what that means. Health and wellness for your body means two basic things. Moving your body. Admittedly, this is the hardest area for me to be consistent in since becoming self-employed three months ago, and it's showing. As I shared back in episode number 57, Resilience and Weight Loss, but don't forget, this also means rest relaxation, stress management, and recreation. The second way that we promote health and wellness in our body is caring for our body. And I know it sounds similar, but it's different. This includes eating nutritious foods and, where necessary, taking proper supplements or medications needed to keep your body healthy. And for each one of us, that's different. And it could be different today for us than it is tomorrow. Now, when we look at the mind, this means nurturing a growth mindset. This is personal growth, y'all, and you're not here if you're not interested in that. So it only means that you know you can learn, you can grow and expand your thinking and understanding. Without this, in my opinion, you're on a flat road to nowhere. I know that sounds terribly negative, but I truly believe that we need a growth mindset. But it also means educating yourself. You know, that we are literally bombarded with information on a daily basis. However, You, my friend, are smart and resourceful enough to figure out what you need to know and find good resources to help you get there. This applies to the skills you need to grow your business, how you relate to those you love, and how you respond to current events and cultural situations. I know it sounds like a lot, but it's possible to find a good balance, which brings us to the soul aspect. In this context, I'm referring to your heart and emotions. So when I talk about health and wellness for your soul, this means feeling and experiencing your emotions. I am no psychologist and I am not a counselor, nor am I glossing over trauma or hurt. I do know, however, that in general, allowing your emotions to blow through like weather patterns, which I explain in really good detail in episode 59, Try a Little Kindness, 
allows you to watch and learn rather than be controlled by your emotions. But it also means celebrating who you are distinct from others. Yep, I say it every week. You are unique. Your mind, your personality, your experiences, they are all part of who you are. And while there are always areas in which we can and should grow, celebrating the unique soul you have been created as is paramount to wellness in this area. Now, health and wellness in your spirit means feeding your spirit on a regular basis. And yes, by spirit, I'm referring to your spiritual practice and belief system. Now, even if you're new to me or this podcast, it probably won't surprise you to know that my spiritual beliefs are founded in Christianity. So for me, this includes daily Bible study. I teach on Sundays, but it also includes a personal reading and reflection. In the past, I've used many different devotional guides or plans, but for the last two years, I've been following the She Reads Truth community of women who read the same passages together in an effort to learn, discuss, and grow. I use their app, and I listen to their podcast. Now for you, a spiritual practice may look different, but this is a distinct area of the human being and should not be neglected. Additionally, in the spiritual wellness area, participating in a spiritual community is very important. I believe we need community in order to flourish, and spiritual community is no different. Spiritual communities are places where you should find acceptance, support, education, and encouragement. So find one that brings all those things to you and get involved. And this brings us to the third area where life focus really shows up in our lives being committed to uplifting other people. I offer encouragement to others. I lift them up and edify them and promote positive change. That's the essence of uplifting others. You know, I call myself a professional encourager, and it's my goal to make a difference everywhere, everywhere I go. I want to leave your presence with you feeling better about yourself than when I arrived. I know that's a tall order, but I truly believe it's that important. Now, you'll notice that this one actually underlies the other two. When we uplift others, they are revealed as being more important than our ideas or things. When we uplift others, we promote their health and well-being, body, mind, soul, and spirit. And when we help others look at things in a positively changeable way, y'all, miracles can happen. They can be seemingly small on an individual basis, but can change the trajectory of someone's life exponentially. Just one degree of change now makes a huge difference five years down the road. Now, some are better at doing this on a larger scale. I think of MLK's I Have a Dream speech. He was able to show all of us the potentially positive change that individual change could actually make when put together in a community. When we take time to invest in and promote positive change in others, even just offering a positive perspective can adjust the lens through which they see things, and it gives them the ability to walk differently. Uplifting others tells them you care, and when people know that they can come to you because you care about them enough to encourage them, they feel seen. That's the ultimate life focus. When we are others-focused with good boundaries, we can make a difference. Life, my friends, is energy. Celebrating life, all life, produces 
enhances, and even generates energy and circumstances just fall into place. This is how the sail of energy works. It captures and harnesses the wind, propelling you forward, setting you on your course. So now it's your turn. I invite you to snap a screenshot or even just tag me in social media. I'm on most platforms and tell me which of these areas resonates most for you. Do you need to be more people-focused? Do you need to remember that people are more important than ideas? It's hard right now. I know. I see you. I feel you. I struggle with this one myself. Do you need to be focused more on health and wellness, body, mind, soul, or spirit? Or maybe you need to just work on uplifting other people, which will kind of help undergird your ability to do those other two things. That's it for today, my friends. I know this was a ton of information in a really small package, so please do reach out and let's chat about how you can be more life-focused each day and then come back next week for special guests who will dive deeper into the health and wellness area of your body and mind. Remember, unconventional leaders lead at every level in any area using their unique gifts, and you, my friend, are a leader. You are the future of leadership and the role models for future generations. Until next time. Hey, thanks for listening today. If you're an intentional optimist and you love this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review with a five-star rating. You can also snap a screenshot right where you're listening, share it to social media, and tag me. This helps others find us and will have an even bigger impact. If you're curious what it would be like to work more closely with me or just to step up as an unconventional leader yourself, I invite you to schedule a free discovery session to talk with me and learn more. Just email me at andrea at theintentionaloptimist.com. If you're looking for an encouraging and uplifting community on Facebook, hop on over and join the Intentional Optimist group, women encouraging women from all over the globe. The community and email links are right here in the show description wherever you listen to the podcast. Until next time, remember, you're the answer. You are the future of leadership and the role models for future generations.